Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, we're here with Jim Gale. Jim is the founder of Food Forest Abundance, and he's literally changing the world by turning people's backyards and lawns into food-producing paradises to end hunger and to fight climate change. After college, Jim moved to Hawaii, backpacked through 37 countries, lived with the Maasai, scaled a mortgage company to $1.3 billion in sales in three years, leading him to early retirement. Then he bought a boat, lived in the ocean for a year, then moved to Costa Rica to build eco-villages where he discovered permaculture. It changed his life so much that he realized he needed to bring it to every household in the world. And that idea became Food Forest Abundance. I'm super excited for this conversation, so let's get right into it. Jim, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, De Niro. I'm excited to share everything we have going with you and your audience. And I know we're going to blow some people's minds today. For sure. And like as I was saying at the beginning of our conversation today before we uh, started recording, uh, there's not a lot of companies like yours out there. I'm a huge fan of what you guys are doing, and I'm, I can't wait to really share this message with as many people as possible. But before we get to that point, Jim, I ask every single one of my guests to talk about why did they get started in, in the world of entrepreneurship. So what's your story? Well, my story, I actually, um, I went to college and I had ADD to the max. In fact, I think of my ADD as my most important gift from God, <laughs> um, because I don't want to focus on things that I don't want to focus on. And I don't want anybody to try to make me focus on those things. So, um, so basically I went through college. I was a wrestler. I was a four-time All-American national champ. So really I was in college for one reason to have fun and to wrestle. So I got C's and maybe some B's throughout college, unless it was physics or athletics, in which case it was A's were easy. Um, So then I wrote my goals and this is where life changed massively. Once I created a compelling vision of myself in the future, a vision that inspired me to action, that was the foundation because people would say, Jim, you work so hard. I'm like, work? I don't ever work. I play. I enjoy so much what I do that I want to do this all day, every day. Now, there are times where I feel like it's work and then I I find somebody to fill that gap. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So then I hire somebody to fill that gap for me and I continue to do what I love to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so let's talk about uh, when you started your business. Why did you get started? First off, introduce the business. Uh, you can probably do it better than me. And second of all, can you tell us uh, you know, how you got started and, uh, and where you guys are at right now? 
Absolutely. My name is Jim Gale, and I'm the chief storyteller at Food Forest Abundance. We help people grow food. We launched about 13 months ago on the high wire with Dale Bigtree. He's got about a 10 million audience globally, mm -hmm. and we immediately went viral. We had seven people on our team. Then we now have over 800 in 13 months we solve the world's biggest problems. And I mean that literally, and it's not a hypothetical. When we turn 50% of our lawns, the 40 million acres of lawn in the United States alone into regenerative edible landscape, when we take out the poisons and we transition to a more natural way, we solve mass extinction and deforestation and cancer and heart disease and diabetes. And we take out all of the forms of tyranny. So as an entrepreneur and to all of you entrepreneurs listening, what does an entrepreneur do? It finds a need in our society, in our community, and it fills that need. So that's what I do is we help people grow food all over the world. That's amazing. And so I want to, uh, I want to dive a bit deeper into, into this concept about food, uh, I was telling you before we, we started recording, like I have a lot of uh, hot pepper plants all over my, my, uh, my, my uh, like it's not a full garden. Like I said, it's more of a yeah. balcony, but I understand like the idea of like being able to grow your own food, even if you don't have enough you know, space or at least you think you don't have enough space. So can you debunk this myth and let us know why it's so possible and how, you know, people can make that happen? Yes, thank you for that, because the myth, and by the way, this is all by design, it's all strategy control to control people. So the myth is that growing food is hard, and that is the biggest fallacy ever. It's really the foundation of our enslavement. The truth is, you take a peach tree, a plum tree, a banana, apple, any of these perennial plants, you put them in the ground, and they can be providing food for free for generations. Now, most people don't realize what's even possible in their area, in their zone. In every zone, you can have hundreds, actually even thousands of different types of perennial edible landscape plants where you walk outside into the Garden of Eden, just a place of massive abundance where there's literally food growing everywhere. Now, a lot of people's minds are saying, oh, not here. It snows half the year. Yeah, that's true. I'm from Minnesota. And my mom was growing up, she grew up on a farm where she had no plumbing and no electricity till she was 15 years old. And they grew all of the food they needed. And they didn't even know permaculture. Now we know how to in integrate these perennial plants into our landscapes that really change the lives of every food forest customer. That makes absolutely uh, so much sense. But even the fact, like, for example, we're based in Toronto, Canada. I'm in Italy right now, but like our business is in Canada. So I totally understand where you're coming from, where uh, with winter is six months of the year. Um, but so what if someone wanted to join the movement? What if someone wanted to get started and, and try this out? Um, how can they go about it? There's two primary ways. One is if anybody out there wants to turn your yard from a liability into an asset, 
Like for instance, our community, we're doing an off-grid luxury community here. And people say, what are your HOA dues? And we laugh. We say, we don't have dues. We have profit sharing. Because when you grow food on your property, especially in the midst of a food supply chain disaster, it is valuable on every single level. So we either, we can install, we can first design. Design is number one of, of most importance is to custom design your landscape for what your goals and vision are in in conjunction with what your climate is, what your ag zone is. And that's the permaculture principles. The other piece of the puzzle is to be in the business of helping other people grow food. So if any entrepreneurs are listening right now, we've created a platform, possibly the fastest growing cooperative in history from zero to 140 people around the world in 12 months. A lot like a franchise. In fact, this is relevant. I spent about a quarter million dollars getting a franchise document ready. Mm -hmm. It was 330 pages of BS. <laughs> I literally made it made me sick. I threw the whole thing in the trash and we now have a two page document. We don't have NDAs or non-competes or patents. We base our business on voluntarism the voluntary exchange of value. And our mission internally is to serve our cooperatives to make it easy for them to serve their communities and to help people grow food. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so now I wanted to actually switch gears for a minute because uh, my listeners at home, they're probably thinking, okay, this is all great. But I want to talk about the economics as well. Like what do you guys are, why are you guys doing this to begin with? Like uh, you said the problem, of course, is like there is a supply chain, but is there something else also that uh, you guys are trying to, to, to change and, and help people deal with? Yes, we're trying to win this war, this war of ignorance and strategy against the people of the world. And this is how we do it. Victor Hugo said there's one thing stronger than all of the armies of the world. And that is an idea whose time has come. This is the idea to use our resources, which include our minds and our hearts wisely, is the idea with ethics. And so what our, I've got four daughters and I've seen what's happened. I went down the rabbit hole. I very much understand where the problems come from. It's the poison producers and the poisons that are destroying our world. And they come in many, many different forms, including the mainstream media narrative. So we have to turn that off. It's all fear porn. We have to turn off that and we have to rise our consciousness. Like Tesla said, if you want to find the secrets to the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And I would like to adapt that feel or experience in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And then that's the foundation of freedom is faith and courage and a raised energy. That's amazing. You know, makes Absolute sense. I wanted to talk about management. You said something before, and I was thinking, well, that's a very, very, you know, short time to, to scale up. And so you said you went from seven to 800 people in how yep. long? In 12 months, 13 months. 12 months. And so is this your first uh, business um, that you've been like building this big, or do you have other experience uh, with, with something else? 
when I was 29, 29, I was living in Surfer, Surfer's Paradise, Australia, and I was reading the greats, Napoleon Hill and Ziegler and Roan and Dennis Waitley. And I wrote my goals. I was broke at the time. And I wrote my goals that I wanted to have $3 million in three years. I got home and through a series of miraculous events, which is what happens when you get connected, right, with meditation and clear mind. I ended up um, starting a company that did $1.3 billion in mortgages in three and a half years. I then bought a boat, lived on the ocean for a year, and then moved to Costa Rica. But um, yeah, so that's where I really started to understand what's possible. Like uh, Napoleon Hill said, whatever the mind of man or woman can conceive and believe it can achieve. That is so profound. I'd like everybody to meditate on the possibilities and then ask the question, what can my mind conceive and believe? Yes, 100%. And it must add, actually, like, you need to have, of course, the will to keep that image in, in, your, in your mind's eye for as long as possible, because I feel like sometimes people will be like, oh, I just did this for a day. I meditated about it for a day, and then I went on about my normal life, and then nothing happened. Like, I mean, yes. it's important, and like you said, uh, you need to have that image really clear because that's what's going to push you even when, you know, the average person, maybe it's going to either give up or slow down or slack, right? So Yes. And once you create that inspiring image, do a vision board, right? Make it so you see it and you feel it in your heart and your mind. Once your heart and your mind are aligned, you can move mountains. And this is what Napoleon Hill realized after studying the greatest manifestors of manifestors of all time he he's the one that wrote these amazing words after this study so my friends anybody out there listening can do anything your mind can conceive and believe write it down and start imagining that you're already in that place and it's all about service Right. As an entrepreneur, we find ways to serve others in a way that also serves ourselves. And then you've got the makings for greatness. Absolutely. I absolutely love that. And as a matter of fact, I want to start, I want to keep on talking about this kind of stuff. And to be honest, I want to talk about how um, you, you basically like built two big businesses. And, and so you're uh, what's your perspective on how much you can work during a day? I mean, provided everybody is different, uh, but like you, there's, you know, the culture of the hustle 24 seven, never not working kind of thing. And then there's the mentality of, you know, people that are be like, okay, let's, let's maybe the four hour work week, they take it literally <laughs> they only yeah. four hours a week. So uh, where do you stand on, on this, you know, on this uh, field? And most importantly, what do you, what worked for you? I love the four hour work week. I work about four hours a week, but my friends would say that I work 90 hours a week yes. because I'm always being productive to the best of my ability, which is the only, that's how much I can be productive. So I'm literally, I, I've created filters for my reality intentionally. Belief systems are filters, right? Most of our belief systems are programmed 
from the programmers, right? This is governmente, mind control. Govern means to manage or control or steer and mente means mind. We have to let go of the mind control and we program our own belief systems. So what I've done is I've created these filters for reality. So if any reality happens out there, it filters through my reticular activating system, my belief systems. Mm -hmm. And then I ask the question, how can I integrate that particular situation or event or person into this business of catalyzing a shift in consciousness that leads to mass adoption of food for us everywhere. And when you ask those questions, the answers come. Yes, absolutely. You, you said you said something in the answer. When you when you asked those questions, I, I remember listening to, to Tim Ferriss once talking about four hour roller cake. Um, he said you gotta always ask to get the right the right results, you have to write, ask the right questions. Like don't yes. if you don't know how to ask the right questions, you're gonna be getting some right answers, but to the wrong questions, which will bring you the wrong results just anyway, right? So yeah. It, it yeah. makes total sense. So Jim, I'm, I'm, I'm really like excited, like I said, to, to see where this company is going to, was going to go and, and the impact you guys are going to make in the world. So is there something that's coming up that you guys are excited that you're working on that you want to share with our audience? Well, there are so many things. Two Let's days start. ago, <laughs> I met with two Harvard and two Yale law degree holders and their campaign managers for Chris Messina, who's running for Orange County mayor, which is one of the biggest positions for mayor in the United States, mm -hmm. Disney and Orlando are within that region. Mm -hmm. And after 30 minutes of presentation, they completely changed their campaign strategy. I should say evolved it to mm -hmm. basically do what I presented. And that is turn Orlando into a food secure paradise where when we simply use the same resources, they've got a $5 billion budget. When we simply use the same resources that they're already using, but we do so wisely, we turn these lawns into food production systems, then Orlando, the whole value of Orlando raises massively. So if anybody out there is either in politics or knows a politician, this is the platform that will solve all of the world's biggest problems. And I don't say that lightly. I mean it absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Um, we also have a TV show. The producers of The Crocodile Hunter reached out. Mm -hmm. And after hearing me, they said, we want to shine a light on you. We want to do a show with you and your vision for society. The mm -hmm. pilot is done. It was with Adrian Grenier from Entourage. And he was my co-host. And that's a big deal. We have an off-grid community that we're building a studio on to, to demonstrate freedom every day. And we are coming to market with the most profound digital asset ever. It's a digital asset called Topia that is born in abundance. And I'll get kind of specific on that. Right now, with all of the fiat currencies out there, let's mm -hmm. Bitcoin, the act of creating a Bitcoin is a major liability to society. It's an energy liability. The act of creating Topia is an energy asset. And here's how. Topia is released to the producers of our society, the people who commit to ethically growing food, which means without poisons, following mm -hmm. natural systems. Yes. So we literally incentivize food production, which is a big deal. That's, that's insane. That's amazing. I didn't ask you this, but because the remote CEO uh, show is listened by a lot of people that are remote, they work all over the world. 
Uh, are you only based in the United States right now, or are you also uh, working and servicing other countries? Oh, we are everywhere. We just got several deals in Africa, several large designs that are also cooperative opportunities, Thailand, and basically we're helping people grow food in about 20 countries, and we want to be in every country as soon as possible. So if anybody out there listening wants to be a food forest cooperative partner, that's that's our thing is to serve the cooperative and help you have a successful business wherever you are in the world, helping people grow food in the midst of a food supply chain disaster. Absolutely. Jim, it's been a great pleasure having you on the show today. I'm very excited uh, that this episode is going to go out there and really impact so many people. I will want to have you back in the future for sure to give us an update on how things are going. Uh, but in the meantime, where can people find you online? Either Jim Gale and or Food Forest Abundance. We are starting to be all over social media. And uh, there's, by the way, a million ways to collaborate because we have the path to freedom and the strategy very well laid out. Um, so anywhere at Food Forest Abundance, you can get a hold of us. Awesome. Jim, again, thanks a lot for being the Remote CEO Show. I'm looking forward to having you back in the future. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of the day. You too, buddy. Thank you. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at B. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B and I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again and I will talk to you again soon.